Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From Talk Sport. This is Paul Hawksby. And Annie Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. We had a chat, of course. We did, it was quite lively. It it's was, yeah. We, we joined uh, Roy Hodgson in a calf at one point. Yes. Um, and Motti was here. Motti was here, talking a bit of England, a bit of his Wembley experience. Yeah, he's in his man cave. Yes, talking about Motti's man, man cave. It's tremendous. Um, and Don't Ask Me, oh. which... All the signs were you were going to do very well today. I felt so confident going into. Well, it. let's not ruin it for. But well, you no. may have done brilliantly, I, you know. And it was justified, or was it? Or was it? Here it is. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. And uh, I enjoyed the cricket all weekend. And that was a wonderful moment. You were there Saturday, weren't you? I was you? there Saturday, yeah. yeah. Uh, a bit of that. But the corporate trough, weren't you? Very really? much at the corporate trough. It was yeah, really yeah. nice. Uh, I yeah. understand you were sitting next to Golden Greenwich. Is this right? Yeah, how do you know that? Uh, Dave told me you were, oh, uh, I see. You were sitting with. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. you got half an hour on that. Shouldn't I have blown your car? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I worked that out on Saturday night that you love guessing, second guessing my gags before I can get them out. It's one of your favourite things. No, I don't things. do it on purpose. It's oh, just, no. I, I just, I don't <laughs> do, deliberately crash them, Andy. Yeah. Well, that's, that's we should play last week's. It's really funny, actually. Yes, <laughs> you shouldn't guess it before I, it's only because it's always so obvious, I know that. Anyway, I had a very good time at the cricket. I met a, a guy from the Barmy Army, Deco. Yeah. He's called Deco. Because Where he's did De- he come from? Well, from the Barmy Army. Okay. And he was very nice about the show. He said he'd been listening to the show for forever, even yeah. the cricket shows and everything, but he sort of, he, he had a go at me for having a go at the Barmy Army, which was Fair, fair enough, because I have yeah. had a go at them. But in a way, that he thought that I'd said something and I hadn't ever said it. So I had to put him right on that. And right. uh, But basically, we had a good chat. Good. It was good. Deco. He's called Deco because he's a decorator. He's not the former Brazil and Chelsea player. Then, not he? at all. Okay. And he does the uh, cricketers' houses. He does like KP's house. Nice. And he's, he's just finished doing Joe, Joe Root's house. Wow. And, uh, and Joe Root got him in. So that, that was very nice of very him. Very good. And yeah. uh, good Giles, Deco. Giles Corran was there with Jamie Thigston, who I played cricket with. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Giles is an interesting fellow. He's a, yeah, he came up with some good stories. Quite, you know, when you meet somebody, you don't really know them, but they're sort of like quite frank and quite even quite sweary and everything. And giving think, quite a lot away. Yeah, giving not, quite a lot away. You think, not expecting. I've only met you about five minutes ago. Could so be, yeah, I could be quite, recording every word of this. I know, it was quite, but he was fun. And uh, yeah. But then, of course, I, I did what I do to my wife. I forgot to introduce Dave. I was chatting away to them. Oh, that's not good. No, it's not good. And then it? Dave just stood there. Dave had to come up and sort of and say And you wouldn't have been there without Dave. No, it's true, really. It was quite poor by me, I agree. Nice. And the best thing in the cricket 
yesterday was that uh, India wasting the two reviews in the first 12 know, overs. Incredible. Now, especially against Keaton Jennings. You think, what's the point of ever reviewing anything against Keaton Jennings? He's going to get out the next over anyway. <laughs> You're wasting your time. You don't yeah. even bother. Yeah, at the other end, it's slightly different. <laughs> Absolutely. There's nothing worse, is there, in sport. It must be like that for the batsman. There's mm. nothing worse than a player leaving a ball that it's their stumps. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, He's I mean, done too. Especially for an opener. It's so embarrassing, isn't it? He looked it? good, though, didn't he? He held a nice shape. Yeah. <laughs> the shape the body shape was good. It was textbook. Yeah, it looked tremendous. But uh, unfortunately for him, it hit the wicket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> the that, way, that, the way he reckon he's off to Sri Lanka, though. He plays well, well over there. Well, it does look he? like that. Yeah, yeah, so it seems to be. Uh, Ed Smith was there as well. He's wearing a, what I call a posh bloke's jacket. Yeah, Ed. I mean, Ed's a relatively mm. young guy, but he's got the kind of countenance and mm. dress sense of a much older man. Very much so. Yeah. No so. disrespect, but you know, what, do you, do you know what I mean. He kind mm. of, he, he, he's, I think he wants to be Mike Brearley, but Mike Brearley now. <laughs> When their mic's in his 70s. He's got... I don't know what it is. And yet he does wear quite racy sunglasses that are rather nice. Oh, so okay, fair enough. They're sort of a bit of at odds with the whole yeah. whole thing. Well, there are people out there that try and look older, don't you? When you're about 17, 18, mm. you're trying to get served in the pub or when you're 17. And uh, you're trying to look older. But, you know, that's really yeah. that well, the only time in your life you're trying to look older. <laughs> I didn't go up to him and say to him, I had you out that time when you made 100. He was caught by the steward in the crowd. Oh, you, what's at that? Lord's. So we oh. were playing at Lord's oh, yeah. in the nursery end, and I bowled to him, and he hit me into the crowd. Yeah. And the steward took the catch. But it's a very small ground. It's a tiny yeah, ground. Yeah, but if it's, you know. So I refuse to acknowledge his hundred when if, he got there. If it's over the boundary rope, man, I think, find, <laughs> I think you'll you find are that, the umpire. You'll find that's out. Yeah. Anyway, it was, it was good, and it was good fun. We're going to have a good. So you think, why are you talking about England? Well, we are. Motti's here later on. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to have a bit of a that. Scotland chat as well. They're in action tonight. Albania, much better side than people give them credit for. Their record recently has been pretty good. They've only lost against big sides, you know, big countries like France and Spain, etc. So not going to be yeah. easy for Scotland. Though. No, no, plenty of England chat, though. I did think it was very amusing that uh, about 5,000 people booing Sergio Ramos for the idea it might put him off yeah. when he's used to 80,000 in the new camp giving him pelters. Not going to bother him, I think you'll find. It doesn't cause him any massive and, problems, uh, does it? Like watching the boxing, I was very... I don't know why. So just how little things make you happy. I synced up the TalkSport app and the Sky Pictures. And you got it spot on. So perfectly Perfect. that when yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we came, cut to the corner and uh, Amir Khan's trainer was talking to him, and I could see the picture, they actually matched the words coming out of the TalkSport oh, app. Oh, Joe Goosen, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I just prefer radio commentary. I just think for some reason our commentators are great anyway. No disrespect to the, the guys on Sky, they do a good job. But I, just, you know, I just like that. It was your brand loyalty, wasn't it? Yeah, I just, well, that and I like, do like radio commentary for boxing. It's just something about it. Yeah. Huh? So it was very good. So they I did a great it. job. I listened to yeah. the undercard. They came on a bit earlier with the undercard. So yeah, they did an excellent job. There's some good it's fights. Slightly on better the job than Amir Khan, to be honest. We'll talk about that yeah. later. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's interesting. The Sunday they published a. Uh, a quote from uh, Ron Greenwood. This was in 1981 after Spain had uh, beaten us at Wembley. And he said, Spain played the kind of football I've always been chastised for preaching in this country. We've got to do more of it. You cannot ask players at international level to do things that they're not that's not their habit at club level. It's interesting. All those years ago, 1980, we probably remember that game, John. Yeah, I remember falling out with Ron. I, I got on well with him normally, but I fell out with him over an interview I had to do that year when we lost, I think it was uh, in Switzerland, and mm. we were struggling to qualify for the 82 World Cup. The, yeah, I know I used to call him the high priest of football because he did believe in this particular way of playing. Mm. I remember once 
He said to me whenever he watched the film of the 1966 World Cup final, he was always half expecting Germany to win. <laughs> um, which, which was a sort of a, kind of a backhanded thing, yeah. you know. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I, th- I suppose he would approve of the passing game that Gareth Southgate is now trying mm. to instill, Ron Greenwood. And, of course, let's be fair, all the West Ham fans will shout if we don't say this, three of their players... Um, won the World Cup. They did. I mean, a lot of people have been making the point, and Gareth did, we we can't stop trying to do this. We can't stop trying to get better at this way of playing. We can't revert to, you know, hoofing it and surviving on knockdowns. That's not what we're about. We're not going to progress. I mean, Spain do do it better than us because it's kind of in their DNA. It is. It's, It's The thing you notice, John, when you watch them play is just how comfortable they are with a lot of players around them, how how comfortable they are when the ball's coming to them under pressure, yeah. how they can still pop it off and they can still find a Spain player, yeah. which we find that little bit harder at the moment, don't we? Yeah, instant control with yeah. the first touch. Yeah. And it's not just Spain. A lot of continental players have that. Mm. I mean, we're still waiting to see whether when the under-17s and the under-19s and the under-20s come through St George's Park... Can they graduate? Will they have better technique than the players who have been in the first team over the years? Mm. I mean, that, that, that's still in the melting pot, isn't it, really? That, that procedure which the FA have put in place to make the next generation um, better, play, a better yeah. players and a better team. But they're doing well at age group levels. Yeah, so yeah, presumably right. that, that is happening. You don't sense there's anybody out there. I and mean, It seems that he's reluctant to sign a long-term contract. He says he's enjoying it now. He'll mm. see it through to the Euros mm. and then we'll see what happens. But... Um, it's surprising they're tra- a they're trying to time down because they've done that quite a lot the FA and it's not always worked out. No. But I can't think of anybody at the moment that I'm thinking. Well, I'd rather it wasn't Southgate. I was. I'd rather it's no. X or Y. He seems like the right man for the job at the I, moment. I, I think he? he's the perfect fit mm. if they'll just let him have the time. Well, they're going to let him have the time, aren't they? He seems to know the direction he's going in and the direction he thinks the team should be going in. And there will be little stumbles along the way. And it's, as he said all along, it's not going to happen overnight. And he didn't fall into the trap of being triumphalist about getting to the semi-final of the World Cup, did he? Mm. He, was really, he was realistic about where this left us and what we've got to do next. Um, Danny Murphy said earlier on, he was talking about Harry Winks. He feels Harry Winks because the comments this morning mm. about Gaza, someone who can be progressive and pick out a pass from midfield. Mm. And he's mentioned Harry Winks. Unfortunately, he's another player that, that a kind of injury has set him back. I've seen him start to come mm. back. He's not quite the same player yet. He gives. I mean, he was the player that never gave the ball away, and we noticed when he did come back in that kind of little interim period between his injuries, he wasn't quite the same player. It's going to take him a while to come back, but I, I think good things about him, but he's still a way off, I think. Well, we're also back to the original point, aren't we? How often is he going to play in the starting lineup mm. week in, week out? Yeah. With all the players that they've got, well, Pochettino has got a big choice anyway, hasn't he? One hmm. or two of them might leave. But I mean, well, if Dembele goes in Dembele, January yes, to yeah, China, yeah, then yeah. he's probably got more that's, chance of that's, playing. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. Now you were at uh, Club Wembley. You were having a, a bit of a meal, weren't you, before the uh, the match on uh, Saturday night? Hmm. And uh, w- one of your or fellow guests on the table was supposed to be Jose Mourinho. But uh, we don't know if this is connected. No, yeah. no, we don't. But uh, here is Jose arriving at Wembley. I'm just showing John now. And yeah. Here he is. He's try- he tries to trip. Oh, dear. There he goes. He's gone down. He's gone down. That's a yellow <laughs> for diving. <laughs> Somebody said well, he should have been booked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's actually gone into the not what I, uh, not the entrance that I would normally expect one of the dinner guests to go in. Oh. So 
sure. So, so maybe he was misdirected <laughs> and yeah. lost his way. I don't know. But my, my wife was said to me, oh, are we going to meet Jose Mourinho? His name was on the list of people who were supposed to be on our table. Oh. And of course, he never, sh- well, he was he showed he, up later. He's having a plaster put on his knee <laughs> by Matron, I think. Now, in your World Cup book, John, World Cup Motti, which yeah. I've got here, you've kindly given Andy and I a signed copy, which we thank you for. Mm. They're in the centre pages. Your den. Now, uh, it's, you've gone for the exposed um, breeze block look. It's obviously your old garage. Yes, correct. But it looks it's so, um, but it, it's, yeah, it's quite earthy. But there it is, the, the working bar with the optics. John, I think very impressed with that at the back of <laughs> A sheepskin. Is this, was this dressed for the pictures, or do you always have a big, long sheepskin hanging no, there? I, I, the... well, no, no, I think somebody moved that. Didn't they? <laughs> I they, they, came, they came around to do a feature yeah. called My Haven, and they wanted everything in the picture in, in one go, so a few things had to be shifted. It's fine. Well, so what do you do? What do you watch football down there, or yeah, what do you do? I've got a television there that's not in the picture. Uh, yeah, um, it's just a place where I entertain friends, and yeah, yeah, it's um, one of the, one of the one of the reasons why I can kind of concentrate on do, trying to do three things at once. But um, it, it's a pool table as well. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice signed England table. shirt. Nice England shirt on the wall there. Also, uh, a Motti Russian doll we see on the on the. It's I been don't laid out really know table. what the Russian doll is doing there. But, uh, <laughs> it's on the pool table. There are all sorts of little <laughs> ornaments in that bar that even I'm not sure yeah. how they came Maybe to be Maybe John there. Virgo had come round. That was part of a trick shot. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> on the old Motti... Uh, um, Russian dolls, but it looks nice. Nice bit, of, a nice bit of tongue and groove there, John. Did you put that bar together yourself? Is no, no, no. My, nice? my, my son takes all the credit for oh, the way that was nice, 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 beautiful. That, that was designed. Yeah, <laughs> beautifully absolutely. varnished. Yeah, job thank, there. thank you, thank beautifully you. Beautifully done. Pass, pass on our thanks and uh, now, congratulations. There's been a sort of following the World Cup, a kind of renewed yeah. enthusiasm for international football. Some people have always loved it massively, like John Cross has always been a big proponent of it. Mm. And uh, but there was a kind of the average, especially fans of the Premier League teams, had got a bit tired of it a bit sort of weary of England and the way they were playing yeah. but did you sense that on Saturday night uh, I thought at the start there was a big welcome because it was the first game after the World Cup Harry Kane got his <clears throat> golden boot uh, presented obviously on the side of the pitch uh, as the game wore on I did get the feeling even though it's called the Nations League I don't think many of the 80-something thousand people in Wembley could tell you exactly how the nation... <laughs> because, because we can't. No, but I mean, right. never mind. Um, <laughs> the problem with, with the point you've just made, actually, is the number of people last week, even after what happened in the World Cup, said to me, oh, not a, wh- wh- why can't we have the Premier League this week? You know, the, mm, people I'm still miss... That. Well, they do. Because the club... I'm, I'm normally one of those, but I was actually really looking forward. Yeah. I, mean, I was at the cricket and I, I, you know, I dashed. I had an opportunity to have a drink after something, but I left because I wanted to get home and watch yeah. the game. Well, I think that's good. And, and it'll be... Tomorrow night's another test, isn't it? Mm. Because probably Switzerland not as attractive an opposition as Spain. Although I'm sure the supporters at the mm. at the um, Leicester Stadium will, will the King Power will give it all they've got because you normally get a good atmosphere there and and the crowd are closer to the pitch. That that's the other thing still about Wembley. You can be in the best seats, yeah, but. You have to concentrate mm. to see who's actually got the ball. Um, mm. So, so you know, that atmosphere varies a little bit, unless you like a band playing incessantly, which per- <laughs> which personally I don't. But Me that, neither. That's another issue, which we, we won't go into that here. Um, so, look, within three days' time, everybody will be talking about Spurs v Liverpool and Watford yeah, yeah, v Man United, and that's the culture we're living in. Yeah, that's no, um, true. Can you remember, John, finally, your first ever England game that you commentated on? Yeah, I can. Just it was 1977, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you what had happened. I'd done the cup final for the first time the week before, and then we went into what many people won't remember, the Home International Championship. Oh, yeah, of course. And I went to Belfast to do Northern Ireland versus England. Mm-hmm. Don Revy was the manager, and it was at the height of the Troubles, and he actually had security men sitting with him on either side of him on the England bench. Wow. That's my outstanding memory of that. Uh, I remember Pat Jennings coming up to me and having a chat in the corridor. England, I think, won that game about 3-1. Hmm. And then, of course, that's that was the year that Revy did his disappearing act and went off yep. and negotiated oh, yeah. his contract while the rest of us went on a South American tour. And that was when I got into the real England games. I remember doing Argentina, England in Buenos Aires that year as well. Yeah. So, um, very nice. A long time ago. Fantastic. Mm. Well, lovely to see you, John. Thank you. Are, you. you are back Thanks, on Friday. I am. We look ahead to the Premier With the Premier League. League. Good. Yes, right. It's back. <laughs> it's back. It's back. It's back. <laughs> have, have a great week. We'll see you Friday. Thank you, gentlemen. There we are. This and thanks for there. the book. Uh, very kind. Yeah. The World, Motty, uh, World Cup Motty. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Now, um, I don't know if you saw this. It's gone viral. Viral? It's gone viral. Oh, gone viral. I think you've gone viral, <laughs> mate. Oh, I'm so with it. Yeah, you are down with the kids, <laughs> <Yeah>. aren't you? <clears throat> Peterborough, <laughs> Peterborough player James Cummings smashing up his own TV and furniture. Have you seen this? No. He was a bit annoyed that he got substituted. He was on a good role, scoring role, and he got yeah. substituted. And uh, that night, he just... Lost it a bit, and uh, did he? Yeah, but I think he might. He sort of wrecked his own. He'll t- probably be in heads gone with Adrian and Goffey. I would imagine. He no, he's a Peterborough player, so maybe not. Well, that's true. Wrecked his own TV and sort of smashed his furniture over. I think he might need the club sponsor Mick George, who uh, skip hire. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's quite good. That could work so quite they well. Can, uh, they can help him out. Now I've got a uh, shout out today. Oh yeah. Uh, let me just find this. Uh, this was from Mick Sully. Asked me to do this. And it is for Stephen Poor. Now, Stephen was supposed to turn out against the Spurs legends side yesterday. Oh, yeah. It had a few uh, good faces in it, and uh, it would have been a great honour. Is it one of these charity things yeah. where he paid a bit of money to oh, play? No, no, no. no, no. It's, it, it was, he was uh, just playing in the good team it, opposite. Man. Yeah, in yeah. the opposition team, yeah. the charity game against this uh, Spurs legends side. He's a lifelong Tottenham fan. Hmm. 
and um, he warmed up. He was all ready to go. He felt he was in perfect nick, just about to go out there. And he tripped up the step after the warm-up. <laughs> And Sorry, then couldn't couldn't play because oh. he'd injured his toe. And he said, "We've sent a picture of this. He's got a proper nan's bruise on the old foot oh, there. That's, Look at that's that. not a something." You so, Stephen, we feel your lunch. pain, really, emotional and physical, and that he didn't get a chance to play against Tottenham. That's quite sad. sad little story. It's quite yeah. sad, really. But you know, sometimes uh, I hope the person who burst into tears when Anastasia Cook got his hundred wasn't this. I hope he's crying now. <laughs> yeah, he could go at any moment. That's right. <laughs> now, James Haskell. There was a piece in the financial section of the Sunday Times yesterday yeah. about where they asked people about their money and he said uh, he says he doesn't carry cash so he's not worth mugging you think who would yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at the a, size of him who's going to you, you just wouldn't would you <laughs> you, you just wouldn't try and uh, Definitely. mug James Haskell I don't think you would he'd be mad now uh, mm. Naomi Osaka of course who uh, you may have noticed won the uh, US Open oh, did she? I wasn't oh, sure yeah. <laughs> really? oh yeah so I think it's, it's got one or two mentions in the papers <laughs> yeah. around Serena Yeah, um, she won it and um, she was struggling. She said, I woke up that morning. I was sweating. I was nervous. I was so stressed. She said, I kept calling my sister. Since she's in Paris, hmm. she was showing me, showing me these random croissants and baguettes. Random croissants? Yeah, random croissants. <laughs> croissants. <laughs> Alan likes a random he, he croissant. Like a random uh, and baguettes to try and take my mind off the game. Yeah. And it worked. So all this money that people spend on sports psychologists. Yeah. I mean, if you're in England, you know, one of the England boys comes in. I don't know. Jordan Henderson says, oh, I can't. I'm really worried about tonight's match. A few pictures, a few baguettes. <laughs> <laughs> just take them down Pret or something. Could and just work. Go, go and take your pick. Why not? Yeah, so Talking of that? food, uh, MasterChef uh, host Greg Wallace mm. has moved his mother-in-law in and believes it. it yeah, There's your sitcom pilot. Know, believes it will help his marriage. It won't. <laughs> wow, that's yeah. That doesn't massively sound like never it. a great that's not idea. The, that's not. It's not kind of uh, improve your marriage one oh one, is it? <laughs> not really. Move the no. mother-in-law in. And apparently, Zinedine Zidane is yeah. compiling a list. He's not moving in as well, is he? <laughs> he is. That really is your sitcom pilot. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Wallace, the mother-in-law, and Zinedine Zidane. Yeah, they've all moved in. It's one of that's, yeah. <clears throat> and nobody can pronounce Zinedine Zidane. Keep the noise name. down, Zinedine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I love the idea that he's compiling a list, according to the Sunday Mirror, a list of transfer targets in case he gets the job at what Manchester job? United. We haven't, there isn't a job, but in case he gets, in case Jose Mourinho. Do you know what? <clears throat> there's, there's, uh, Roy Hodgson and Ray Lewington, they were ready. They were ready when the call came from Crystal Palace because they'd been meeting every mm. week um, when they weren't employed in a CAF. In uh, Richmond, yeah, or Kingston. No, or I do remember that. Yeah, and they would meet, and they'd sit there, and I'd say, you know, move him up there, get the old pepper pots out, yeah, and they'd say, you two have been sitting here all day, one cup of coffee, <laughs> a pair of you clear off, go down the library if you want to sit. But no, they would, but they, they, they basically kept their eyes. So you think Zinedine's doing the same thing, yeah. sitting in a cafe somewhere in Paris? Yeah, and he's sitting there moving the pepper pots around with about... who's going to be his assistant. Mm, yeah. okay. Because then you know who's out there, you know who's playing, he's you know who's the most likely bloke to get the job if the job was available. Because when it's not I, available. If you're a football manager, you don't, they don't say, well, we're, you know, we're thinking of sacking Reg, uh, but we won't be doing it for a couple of weeks, so do a bit of prep. They, they call you, they say, mm. do you want to come in and have a chat? And they expect you... I mean, how often do we hear... Clubs say we gave the guy the job because he had a pretty good handle of where we were as a mm. club. He understood the players we had. He knew our players because they can hit the ground running. So that's true. I think I know you started off just wanting to have a pop, but I'm making well, no, I just I'm making like a very serious <laughs> point here. <laughs> yeah. Well, the idea that he they know he's doing it. How do they know that? You know. Okay. But David O'Leary, talking of managers, said he'd like to have another crack at managing. And, yeah. Uh, he said, we should call Dance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He said it was uh, 
Was it, where was it? It was to do with the fact oh, that he, that's right, he was managing an Arsenal Legends team against Real Madrid Legends, a, mm. a game for charity uh, for the Arsenal Foundation. On, so it was a nil-nil draw. It didn't sound that brilliant. Okay. But he said, I've never had an agent and maybe that's been my downfall. And you think, mm, well, maybe. I'm not, yeah. not entirely sure. Perhaps the fact that he lost a few games in a row and he got the sack might be something to do with it. Now, a bit of housekeeping, Andy. We spoke to the Sutton chairman uh, last week. They were about to play in the Scottish Challenge Cup, 420-odd-mile oh, Well, they beat Airdrie 1-0. They went through the second Come round. On. Tommy Wright got the goal. Um, now, Boreham Wood, the Mooses team, mm. of course, and the Moose, as you are aware, he's been taken to task by Sir Rod Stewart and indeed Jim White. Um, Boreham Wood, Mooses team, lost to Dunfermline Ooh. on pens. So, after a nil-nil draw. So, sadly, Bournemouth couldn't score against the duff Scottish side in the eyes of the Moose <laughs> in real time. Then lost on spot kicks when the pressure was on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Moose, I'm afraid your team, Bournemouth, not that I've got anything against mm. them, but you were the one slagging off Scottish football, beaten, vanquished by the mighty Dunfermline. I was reading about Princess Eugenie's wedding plans. Are you going? Uh, you can invite her? I haven't been invited, no. The wedding planner is a fellow called Peregrine Armstrong Jones. He's a massive fan of rugby league, as you wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'm I'm sure he is, yeah. Um, He sounds great, doesn't he? uh, Dancer's just sent me a... a, a, I can't do the voice. It just says, in that way, my friend. So, I mean, we really do need... Just a smile to you, You just need dance here to do uh, David They've been teasing Simon Jordan about the Colony way. Because he's lost... I mean, sadly, in the last couple of years, he's lost part of his act dance. So it will be quite quite good. It will be quite good if if David could come back. It well, that's help. true. It'd be yeah. perfect for him. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> they sort of take the Mickey out of Simon Jordan on Jim's show about his cologne that he wears. Creed, yeah. it's called. Oh, it's not. It's not cheap, is it? Have it's you an eye-watering three hundred and fifty pound a time. I was reading about Creed. it yesterday. In the uh, three hundred and fifty quid a bottle. That's a lot of money, isn't it? Good yeah. to see Andy and Jason in Striker this morning. Did you yeah, see that? I saw that. Yeah, uh, I did see that. Andy and Jason. They appeared in, in, in great. A, Honour for them. They were interviewing uh, the the chairman, Eric Oppenshaw. They were, that's right. Well, obviously, he's a fictional character, but never yeah. mind. Yeah. But there's quite a strange one of... What? J- Andy Goldstein's a fictional character? <laughs> no, Eric Oppenshaw. Oh, quite okay. a strange one of, An- of Jason there, with sort of catching flies with his mouth open. Yeah, it looks it's like most t- flattering. Yeah, yeah, Jason looks like he's taking his teeth out, doesn't he? Very <laughs> odd. Anyway, they're back tonight. I'm sure they'll be telling you about that, their, their feature in the paper today. Um, we're hopefully going to have a chat about John Terry later this week. Looks like he's off to Spartak Moscow, doesn't it, Andy? Yeah, uh, quite a surprising move. I don't know if Roman Abramovich had anything to do with it. He's obviously well-connected in Russia, of course he is, and uh, and, and his relationship with those senior Chelsea players is pretty special. Yeah. So. His, apparently his reputation in, in Russia is, is big. Obviously, a you know, Chelsea captain, very mm. successful. It wasn't, obviously, he had, a, he had a particularly difficult evening at in the Moscow at one point. <laughs> yeah. But no, he's... He, it wasn't ideal. They think they can recoup the money in shirt sales. They think it'll be, a, it'll be quite a big deal. Um, <laughs> and... Um, What's his name is there already? Ex-Chelsea. Abra- um, Ivanovic. Ivanovic is already at the Ivanovic club. He's the Ivanovic, skipper of the club. Yeah. Yes, so, um, so, yeah. That's good. Uh, um, tonight, I'll tell you what was impressive. The yep. attendance at the Stadium of Light. Did you see that? 29,000. You've got to admire the Sunderland yeah. fans. They've had <clears> such a terrible yeah. two or three years. They're in League One, but they're still turning out, you know, like into that level. I, mm. I, I was impressed with that. They uh, also, uh, John McLaughlin, not the bloke from the Mahavishnu Orchestra. I mean, he'd be great if he was playing in golf <laughs> what a for brilliant uh, reference. Playing in golf for Sunderland. <laughs> yes, well, ask your dad. Yeah, exactly. Mahavishnu, John McLaughlin. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, I, you know, he, sa- he sounds like he should have played. He played for Scotland as well. I'm you like that, John. It's very sort of obscure jazz. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. 
you, you, well, it's, well, it's kind of a sort of a, jazzy rock. Is it jazz, jazz rock or is it rock jazz? I don't know. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty. Um, what's the word? Discordant. Yeah. It's a, well, it can be. I mean, John may beg to differ, but it's not even him. I'm talking about John McLaughlin, the Sunderland goalkeeper. That's how he got involved with yeah. that. Then. <clears throat> yeah. You mean he hasn't got his own band? Um, no, he hasn't. He saved the first penalty on home turf for Sunderland for 29 years. Wow. At the weekend. And here's a name, kids. Tony Norman was the last Black Cats keeper to stop a pen, obviously at Roker Park in mm. 1989, uh, eight years before they moved to the Stadium of Light. And uh, well done to goal machine, um, Sido Berahino, who uh, who scored again. Do you see this, Andy? Not Obviously uh, not for Stoke, but for um, he was playing on his debut for Burundi uh, in a 1-1 draw with Gabon. And he scored, Andy. Yeah, never mind your tea. Listen, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I know he scored. He scored. He scored for for his country. Yeah, yeah I know. Exactly. Right, all right, fair enough. Then I could always just ride roughshod <laughs> over. He's more worried about what what was in his cup of tea. Well, she brought the wrong tea, and it's not her fault. Apparently, I've run out of Japanese tea bags. Is that oh, right? Breaking news! <laughs> I've run out. Honestly, this Bob's Bob's up in his wagon. He's just getting up the Scotch corner. Bob, I have it on good authority. Bobby Narbroth does like a nice Genmaisha tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I have to put up with. It's, it's, you know, really. Me and the lads, we get in the van. He's here with his <laughs> Gen Moisha tea. Not Gen Moisha tea. No, not really. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I should have dumped that. I think I'd better. Anyway. Don't ask me to leave it out. Here we go then. To the strains of Ian Dury and the Blockheads. Yeah. Uh, five questions based on last week's shows for Andy. David Steele joined us in the studio on yeah. Friday and was very keen for us to mention his book. What was it called? <laughs> oh, you are kidding. You are. That was your Clive Allen tapping, that was. I mean, we've mentioned it about 80 times because he said, you haven't mentioned the book yet. Mentioned the book. Yeah. What was the book called? What was the book called? <laughs> oh, God. This is gold. Yeah, David will be listening. Can't remember. See, you don't know what the book was called because you weren't listening. I take it you didn't read it in preparation for the interview. No, I let Paul do it. Yeah. I do, the, I do other side things. Oh, yeah, okay. Sure. He's done his yeah. He forgets things. I remember him. I do the bits. <laughs> No, you don't know, dear. Do I've no idea. The bank clerk who went to war. Oh, okay. We well, mentioned okay. the book. It's a good start. Celebrity chef <laughs> Dean Edwards. Celebrity <laughs> chef Dean Edwards came in. Which team does he support? Dean Edwards told us last week. Yeah, yeah I've book, got book the about book slow at home. cooking. We're good gonna, read. We're going to be making. And we something. talked about his team and how he'd been against the manager at one point, and now he was. Then he kind of loved him. Oh, no, the piece was even tweeted out by it's social media. Shame. Yeah, yeah. Brentford, uh, Bristol City. Um, <laughs> we spoke about a sport which is a combination of table tennis, badminton, squash, and tennis. What's it called? A racket, racket, flon. Racket, 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 <laughs> oh, I've had enough now. I'm That's going it. home. Thank um, you. That was one of my worst. We didn't ever. even get to the fifth. What a disaster! <laughs> a disaster. Uh, there we are. Disastrous. Don't disastrous. ask me. And Lando Morris, racket flump, racket flump, racket flump. And then, uh, of course, the book that we, we were told never to forget. You forgot. So David Steele was right after all. So, um, oh yes, now I've got a, a correction. I mentioned earlier on that the person who had missed and with beautiful conic timing had said five mm. minutes after everybody had celebrated Alistair Cook um, getting his hundred, uh, there was a voice suddenly went, oh, has he got it? And we all laughed. 
I said it was Barman Dave, as we call him here. Uh, Dave Richards, the uh, executive director of Breakfast. But it wasn't him. I'd like to point out it wasn't him. It was someone else. So uh, let me just put that correction in this afternoon. Thank you. Uh, so I uh, will catch up with you tomorrow, where joining us in the studio... Pele and the Osmonds. Oh, that's not terrific. That's not right. Is it? Oh, that's definitely. Anyway, we don't know who's in, but it's not them. <laughs>